0: There's also, uh, the, with um, uh, Shinto, and I think there's quite a lot of this now in neo paganism as, as well, it's the idea that sort of spirituality is everywhere, it's not just something you, when you do have places where it's been uh, marked out with a tori, but it's everywhere else as well. So, has anyone ever seen these before? These are called omamori, and they are little protective charms. All Japanese school kids that I've seen have generally got one of these on their bags. Um, generally, that would be their parents have given them to them for good luck in their studies, or very often for, for road safety. So, oh, I'm too sure what that one says. Oh, that just says the name of the shrine it was from. It doesn't actually say what specific type of charm it is. But you can get all kinds of different charms. This here, this is a Shinto priest. Um, so this is how what they look like. They've got this, uh, this little hat called an iboshi. This here is called Onusa, and it's, uh, it kind of is, we'd say in payment, this is a wand, and he's using it to bless this car. <laughs> so yeah, you can get your cars blessed into Japan, so to, to hope, because you're hoping that they're not going to crash. Now this, this is a photo I took. <laughs> that there's a toilet. <laughs> Look at that. I mean, I, I, I think I've had to crop this to fit it in, but it was the most incredible toilet i ever saw. I mean, It's got a little lantern there. It had stones. Leaning up. It's inside, by the way. It had stones leaning up. And the reason why um, I've put it in here is it relates to the, uh, the title of this, which is There's a God in My Toilet. There are Japanese folk tales of, of kami being in toilets. So there's actually a famous Japanese um, song called uh, The God of the Toilet. And it's the idea that you know, you'll be told if you're a child, you've got to keep the, the, the toilet clean because there's a spirit in there, there's a kami in there. So if you don't keep it clean, the kami's not going to be very happy. So they can even be kami in your toilet. Again, like uh, like paganism, um, Shinto has got a very much a local dimension. So uh, I went to a, a, a small village called Shikimi in Nagasaki. One of my schools was there. It was a very little village out on the sea. It was beautiful. I saw them perform the uh, Shikimi Kunchi, which um, not many people from outside Japan I think have seen. And it was, uh, I've got to say, when I went to watch it, I did have a lot of memories of the Wicker Man. Not because anyone was burnt in 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 a Wicker Man, but because they were making offerings to the sea, just like they do in the Wicker Man. So they had sake barrels which they made offerings to into the sea, just like they do on the Wicker Man. And these, uh, these young girls were from the local school and they were performing a dance to the Kami. And there were also other dances which were a bit more sort of funny and um, involved very outrageous costumes. It rem- that reminded me a bit of Sweeps. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, that's another festival, the uh, Tenga Festival in Hokkaido. Quite a few Japanese festivals involve, um, involve fire. Again, something made in common with paganism in there. Um, Shinto has a very personal side of it too. So it has a very big communal side, but it has a personal side too. So um, in some Japanese houses, you will see one of these. It's called a kamidana, um, a shrine to household gods. I've actually brought one, which I'll show you later. Kamidana aren't that common in Japanese houses these days. I I haven't seen that many. I know that there are a few still that have them, but you're probably more likely, particularly if you go to a Japanese restaurant in Japan, to see one of these, a tokonoma and it's a Tokonoma is quite a secular space to be honest but it still um, has a spiritual element to it and still a lot of etiquette around it so you do not sit in the Tokonoma you do not dump your bags in the Tokonoma as I found out <laughs> yeah it's, uh, it's one of these things that you know when you first see it you're like well, what, what, what's that space for but it's there as, as a way of displaying art um, and very often the art again is seasonal so they'll change what's in the Tokonoma um, depending on the season so, yes, there is a communal side to it as well. This was during uh, New Year in Kumamoto, that's where I lived and I was a student. New Year is the biggest um, event in Japan. So, New Year is a bit like our Christmas, it's a family event, and this is when everyone will go to the big shrine, a bit like how even sort of lapsed Christians in, in the UK will go to church for Christmas. The same sort of thing happens in Japan. Everyone goes to the shrines, there's lots of things to buy. Yeah, so the the word for New Year's Day is Oshogatsu, And the other feature of of Japanese festivals is this, an omikoshi. So if you go to a festival in Japan, you are almost guaranteed to see onomikoshi. omikoshi. You can see just about there, those are the shide. And what an omikoshi is, is it's a shrine with the kami in it. So they take the uh, the yorishiro that's inside the shrine, they put it in the portable shrine and then they parade it round the town. And it's quite raucous, as you can see, they're all having a laugh. Um, carrying one of these things is very heavy I've I've been told, Um, I've never done it myself Um, but it's a very um, it is a festival atmosphere it's not very solemn, it's very very raucous they tend to bounce up and down the uh, the omikoshi because the kami it awakens the kami